Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs, with companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hi, I'm Tim Sackett, and you're listening to the Chad and Cheese Podcast. I'm not sure why you are, but hey, you do you. Hide Hide your kids. kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous Dangerous podcast. podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, rash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, a mall Santa called me a hoe. Not once, but three times this week. That's so fucking rude. Hey, boys and girls, welcome to the Chad and Cheese Podcast, HR's merriest bunch of assholes you've ever seen. I'm your co-host, Joel Cheeseman. And I'm Chad Garland all over my tree. So watch. <laughs> we don't want to know what else is on your tree. <laughs> on this week's show, Nuvu or uh, talent.com gets a little shade thrown at it. Indeed still doesn't know how to do TV ads. <laughs> and well, what do you know? AI is still a thing. Imagine that. Sit down, relax, grab some eggnog and don't shoot your eye out, kids. We'll be right back after we pay a few bills. <laughs> So how's the hiring going? Find those purple squirrels? With applicant after applicant, it feels like I'm just getting further from hiring the right candidate. I've got tons of applications, but none of these candidates are even close to being the right fit. Volume is great and all, but my small team doesn't have the time to sift through hundreds of mismatched applications. I want more relevant candidates, not just more candidates. Well, get this. Job Addicts has been helping small to medium businesses get their job ads in front of targeted active job seekers. By matching your jobs to a candidate based on their search behavior across a vast network of niche job sites and talent networks. And the best part, it's self-serve. No sales reps, no chatbots, no spend minimums. Just fill a form with your name, number of jobs, and a budget you're working with, and voila! Your ads are now shown over a growing network of 150 job sites. Better yet, those company videos that showcase the value of being part of a small team can have a new home now within your ads, helping you stand out and share your vision proactively. Wait, what was that? Oh, I just signed up for self-serve with Job Addicts. What were you talking about? (laughs) That fast, huh? Jumpstart your targeted recruitment with Job Addicts today. Visit jobadx.com and click that Get Started Risk-Free button. It's jobadx.com. Jobadx. Engage. Attract. Employ. (laughs) Christmas is coming. The goose is getting fat. Please put a penny in the old man's hat. I almost took a nap during that ad. And speaking of naps... 
Yes. Our first shout out goes to Matt Adam and NAS for having the greatest webinar in the history of webinars scheduled for this week or next week or sometime soon about the value of naps. Yes. It's about time. Well, first off, it's not a webinar. It was actually a disrupt HR presentation. So you must have fallen See, asleep. I need to, I need to wake up for these things. Yeah, yeah, it was actually, it was a great pitch. And, and I buy it to an extent because, you know, he talks about uh, guys like me who work like 60 to 80 hours a week, how we need God. to pull back, take naps, chill out, be re-energized. Um, but I think this goes lost on about, I don't know, a quarter of the population who only works about 20 hours and, and thinks they need to take naps. And and so, yeah, that's not the case. The main point is like when you and I grew up, naps were for pussies, right? Like you'll sleep when you die. And well, we've fortunately come around to a place in human you know, development where we say, you know what? Your brain needs to recharge. You need to nap. It's not a, a wussy thing to do. And that's a positive that's a, that's just like saying, you know, water makes you weak. The Denzel Washington and remember the Titans, right? Water makes you weak. Well, no, actually, water doesn't make you weak. You you, you need water. But back in those times, uh, you know, the the old timey kind of thought processes was, you know, it, it makes you weak. And we know better through science that it does not. But yes, I, I, I agree. All we right. need more time away from work. No doubt. So let's let's get these shout outs going so I can get back to my uh, nap time. Uh, uh, what do you what do you got? A guest appearance on candidate IDs rendition of Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas <laughs> is talent pipeline automation. It's funny. He kind of like had all of these pictures of different people and he or they put Christmas hats and mm-hmm. elf hats and all that other fun stuff on them. Wow, somebody actually did this rendition of Mariah Carey, which uh, I thought was hilarious. And go figure, I, which, I had to listen to the whole thing. Which is great, by the way. Like, we forget how awesome Mariah was. And oh, yeah. listening to that song during the season, just like, holy hell, she had some pipes on her. And to have like Whitney and Mariah at the same time, I mean, we are oh. a blessed generation. I, I agree. And by the way, Adam in the uh, the Chad and Cheese T-shirt at his local uh, Planet Fitness or whatever they have in, in Scotland <laughs> uh, looks pretty good, man. And the and the tight shorts are are a nice touch too. Yes, those are definitely '80s shorts. What you... <laughs> <laughs> Scotland, dude? I mean, you know, called, we used to call them ball huggers. Fashion. Uh, so big shout out to Unag Clark. I actually had to look up how to say that first name. Unag Clark over at Cross Country Consulting in Ireland uh, came to our defense on LinkedIn this week. Somebody had actually posted a, a quote unquote solid podcast recruitment list and uh, we weren't included. So Unag actually said it's not a solid recruitment list. Unless Matt Alder and Chad and Cheese are on the list. Boom. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, I think I think we should do like a top ten list of the worst lists in recruitment. <laughs> because every company, like the the lists are coming out at a maddening pace. Oh yes. And it's getting a little a little ridiculous. So I saw one this week that had uh, it was like the HR top HR kind of like leaders or what have you. Sure. And it had people that you and I know, and then it also had Laszlo Bach, right? And I'm like, how do you? What do you? I don't get it. This makes no fucking sense. Who is Laszlo Bach? Uh, he headed Google's. 
uh, talent in HR. Uh, yeah, for a long oh, time. Okay. Wrote a book yeah, called right. Work Rules. Yeah, well, he should probably guy. be on the list. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is they they these sites go to like uh, you know other services that rate blogs and like social media presences uh-huh. and stuff. And podcasters don't really get on those lists, I don't think. So we kind of get left out. Eh, I don't feel left out. Uh, Nora Dadzi, thanks for commenting and listening. And now go and make sure all your peers, your friends, and family are listening as well. We appreciate it. Nice, nice. Shout out to Joe Shaker. Uh, Joe! Joe Joe and I, uh, Joe's a Wisconsin (laughs) graduate. And uh, I, being a Buckeye fan, we had a friendly bet. Uh, last weekend for the uh, Wisconsin Ohio State game, uh, I gave him the points that Vegas gave Wisconsin, which were sixteen and a half. Uh, Ohio State ended up winning by thirteen. So in Vegas, the Badgers won, uh, and I had to uh, I had to make good on my bet. So what I did was I sang the Wisconsin fight song online on social medias to pay off the debt that I had for Joe for losing the bet. Yes. But 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 still. That makes Joe feel a little bit better, but his mm-hmm. Badgers lost horribly after a second half, <laughs> half where they were twenty-one to seven lead going crushed. into halftime. Crushed. That's gotta hurt. That's, That's gotta, gotta hurt. hurt. Um, <laughs> big shout out to Jasmine Majuskovic. That's where we're Dude, gonna go. Names with. on this week's show. Damn. Who uh, once again we've given her a shout out before. She's in employer brand over at Publix, and shout out is for her writing uh, a LinkedIn uh, article called "Dear EB Newbie: What I mm-hmm. Learned My First Year in Employment Branding and Using Us, Believe It or Not, as what? Inspiration." As Inspiration. Well, if we're anything but inspirational, you know, we're, we're we should just pack it in, pack it in. <laughs> Shout out to Facebook and Google. Oh, yeah. Glassdoor put out their best places to work lists. And for the first time, probably ever, mm. I think it's ever. Yeah. Uh, Facebook and Google were not in the top 10, which is yikes. They, they are not the new hotness. And with all the not legal hot. shit that they've been hit with over the past uh, year, couple of years or so. It, yeah, angry employees. Yep. They're going to get slapped around. Firings. Yeah, nasty yeah. stuff. So shout out to yep. you guys. Get your act yep. together. So uh, shout out to the boys over at Rectext for tweeting a story about John is dead. <laughs> you got to explain this because most yeah. of our listeners. Well, I'll get there. For, John, first, who's the story, John? The story, and it's John, J-A-W-N. Uh, John is dead. The Philly words journey from quirky regionalism to overused mm-hmm. cliche. Uh, Ed from Philly replied, for the record, Chad used the word in the right context. Joel, not so much. So John is a word that can be used, and it's it came out of Philly, born out of Philadelphia, and was used as a as a noun as a verb i mean could be used which is it's kind of hard to think that there's a context that it couldn't be used in but apparently you know how to fuck things up overall it had gone beyond philly and at that point that's when philly people get pissed off and they stop using it because you can't have their shit so ed from philly uh it's the holiday season the world is full of wonderful scents, right? Cinnamons, pumpkin, turkey, like 
get your nose out of Chad's ass for five minutes and like take in the holiday season and the smells around you. That's all I'm saying. You don't have to hate on a guy who knows what he likes. I'm and just passing along some valuable information to you're the just kid. You're hating is what you're doing, and that's that's unfortunate. Well, you know who's not hating is St. John Properties, oh, my God, shout yeah. out. And no one yeah. will know who these cats are. But uh, talk about a retention tool and a holiday bonus. Holy shit. They had $10 million, and they spread it out around 100 or so employees uh, to put it in easy math terms, each each employee at this company got around fifty thousand dollars each as a Christmas yeah. bonus. Yeah, and I can't think of a better gift for a company to give you know some employees than fifty k. Big shout out to St. John Properties. When we're talking about the economy being great. Um, this is a great way to be able to show it is to actually pay your fucking employees either through increasing the wages or bonuses to be able to give back to the people who actually either create your shit, deliver your shit, service Mm -hmm. your shit. Those are the people that matter. You had a great idea. You had a concept. You started the company. But guess what? You're nothing without those people. And these guys get it. What do you think their retention rate's going to be moving forward? Not to mention, how do you think it's going to work for recruitment? Yeah, no shit. Like, do you think everyone told their friends? And do you oh, think yeah. the local press talked about these guys? That's I mean, right. if, if we got wind of it, for sure, they are the talk of the town. That's right. That's uh, right. In their local markets. Who else is the talk on the town? Is uh, just watched a little video, music video yep. uh, from On Recruit. And it was hilarious because I started watching it and I'm like, man, this is horrible. But yet, I feel nostalgic because it reminds me of the the 80s MTV videos, the very first ones that came out. Remember those? Uh-huh. Well, yeah. They weren't polished. They weren't great overall from a music standpoint, but it was like it's like embedded in my soul. So I've watched it like six times. Yes. I've laughed for the, for the most part. Someone dug out an eight millimeter camera or <laughs> uh, uh, an original uh, Android phone or something to record this thing. But yeah, it's it's uh, it's almost like an SNL parody of an SNL parody. Um, and somehow it, it kind of works. So I guess if you want to what it's about a minute and a half or so. Uh, go to YouTube and search, uh, I guess, on recruit recruiting video. Yep. It's probably the only video they have up. But yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. A bunch of white people rapping <laughs> is really fun it's, it's, for the for the holiday season. There is a woman of color in the actual video. OK, there is. There is. I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of like. Anyway, yes. anyway, yeah. I don't want to get in trouble during the holidays because Santa Santa's watching us. Talk about big companies. Fucking up. Yes. But making us laugh. Uh, Last week, we talked about horrifically. This one isn't as bad as in bad taste as this. But we talked about uh, Amazon selling an Auschwitz Christmas ornament. Oh, my God. So to one up that Walmart this past week, it was reported, was selling a an ugly sweater uh, of Santa in front of uh, lines of cocaine. Yes. With the line basically saying, let it snow. (laughs) (laughs) Like, 
I can't make this shit up. You, no, you can't. So the company apologized. It got through the cracks somehow. But like, it's it's so blatantly ridiculous that I just can't believe big companies do this shit. With big companies are working so hard. And I mean, these are the two companies that are working so hard against each other. So Amazon and Walmart, they're working so hard to steal from each other's uh, market share that this shit gets through. That because they're just looking at pushing product, man. They're looking at pushing, in this case, cocaine. <laughs> and it's just, it is ridiculous. But yet, I say, my prediction, uh, we'll see more of this. Yeah, and I'm surprised they're not blaming AI or, or something else because don't blame the humans for this shit is the, is the smart route. <laughs> um, also behaving badly in this holiday season, uh, Monster has apparently discovered really bad spam tactics because our own chadcheese.com website, which has a little contact form on it, um, has gotten contacted by a monster rep uh, throwing in basic language saying, hey, if you're hiring this season, contact me, blah, blah, blah. But like, this is so blatantly bad uh, for a for a let's I mean, historically reputable yes. company that it definitely makes the shout out list and definitely makes our naughty list for this holiday. Monsters season. in trouble. Mo- monsters. Monsters definitely in trouble. I mean, it, it, when you start seeing things yeah. like this, this is more than just that's it, man. Yeah. Game over, man. It's, it's this is more over. than just amateur hour at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Not a good sign at all. And topics. Topics. Let's get to the news. Topics. Okay. Well, we talked about new view. <clears throat> I new probably view. did not say that correctly. Uh, smartly changing its brand to talent.com, paying a bunch of money yes. to do that. And everyone mm-hmm. sort of, you know, to the, to the person and like appreciates the idea, thumbs up, likes it. But right. the co-founder of Adzuna, not so much. Yeah, Doug Monroe, co-founder of Adzuna, uh, said on LinkedIn, and a quote, talent.com is a fab domain, surely expensive, can't get it in every geo, question mark, subdomains, question mark, not that helpful of an SEO term, hard to build a brand personality around a generic domain, for example, job.com. I kind of like Nouveau, but maybe that's just familiarity, nostalgia, smiley face. So so first off, before we just go into the shade, what do you think about his points there? You're talking about money, being able to possibly do subdomains, SEO term, talent. It's a general term. How do you build a brand personality? What do you think about those things? So we could digest each one of these individually, but I yeah. just I want to I want to say one word. Um, indeed.com. Um, <laughs> indeed is the number one brand uh, in our industry. Um, there's no geo specific thing about the word. It's generic. Um, it kicks ass in SEO aside from the fact that Google for jobs kicks ass in SEO. So, yeah. um, like n- none of this makes sense. And I could throw in Amazon for buying shit. I could right. throw in, you know, eBay for auctions. Like, the name of something, and we even talked about this briefly, is to, in today's world, like it's the brand of the word and not so much the things that he talks about right. that are as beneficial. Right. So I, I don't get where he's coming from on this at all. Um, and Nuvu, from a sales perspective, if I'm a salesperson saying, hey, I'm Joel from Nuvu, yeah. uh, I'd, ra- I'd much rather be saying, hey, I'm Joel from talent.com. Yes. 
Um, so I, yeah, I don't get where he's coming from on any of these. I don't think any of these are good are good criticisms. Yes. And as an SEO guy, I would have I would have thought that you might have said, yeah, maybe from an SEO standpoint, because it is a generic and generic term. But yet, I think from my standpoint, it all comes down to having something, especially from a marketing and a sales standpoint that you can stand behind very easily and new view isn't that. You got to spell the fucking thing every five minutes mm-hmm. because people don't know what you're saying. Talent Yes. Uh, very simple. It's a dot com. Mm-hmm. They paid a lot of money for it, but I think it's it could and it should be worth it. That's the big key. Yeah, that might be the the main criticism is what they what they paid for it. And they were open with that. Right. One point yeah. eight million dollars. Um, now, they could probably easy easily resell it if the world falls apart for them. Um, for a million dollars. So let's take a little bit of the pricing because there's value built in there forever. Um, The other thing is, I guess, I guess brand personality around a generic name. Like I kind of agree with that Uh, monster indeed in our industry. It was sort of easy to easy to stand out um, because they didn't have any, anything to do with jobs. Um, Whereas talent will be tougher, like a job or careers or something else. But I mean, I don't think these are, big criticisms and I don't think talent.com should should lose a, a, a wink of sleep because of it. They're not. I, I guarantee you they're not. Um, this to me, Doug, buddy, pal, is nothing but you throwing shade at them because now something that is probably not easy for everybody to spell Adzuna was competing <laughs> with was, was competing with Nuvu, which was harder uh. to spell. Now your competitor just really is going to be blowing your brand out of the water very easily just from Mm -hmm. the very simple fact that it's easy to fucking say to market to. And when somebody says, Hey, where do you work? I work at talent.com. Oh, it's not. Oh, can you spell that 50 fucking times? So I understand that what you're doing is, is you're trying to reflect back uh, on pretty much some of the things that I'm sure you guys are dealing with. Mm they're not going to have to deal with it anymore. So they're not a part of the stupid name club anymore. Look at you putting on your psychiatrist hat, calling out jealousy and envy. I love it. So Doug, (laughs) dude, love Adzuna, love anybody who can actually push up the ladder. But my suggestion would be go find another URL, go find another domain yourself and make it easy. As a matter of fact, I saw on one of the Facebook groups this week that one of the IO domains was only going for about $10,000. And it was common word. Hiring.io, I think. Yeah, it was like something like that. Hiring something.io. That's cheap and it's hiring. Now, it's not a .com. Totally get it. But you sound like you're cheap anyway because you didn't buy talent.com. So go ahead and get that one. So let's all agree that this criticism is... That is one big pile of shit. Oh, yeah. And speaking of piles of shit, let's talk about Indeed's new commercial. (laughs) So this one is, it was so bad it was good for me. Okay, so yes, it was pimping online skills test tools to help employers find Mm -hmm. the right candidates. And once you find the right candidate, it also comes with a groundhog. And it shows this groundhog who's making its way like under the carpet or some shit like that. And it pops out by the hiring manager and it is a creepy fucking looking groundhog. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it was so funny because it was so bad and I was like, okay, 
I remembered that. I didn't remember. <laughs> it's really hard for me to remember any of Indeed's other commercials because yeah. they were just forgettable. Okay. This was so bad. I thought it was good. So the, the message was basically if you're a hiring manager, um, not only does the pre-screening work, but this groundhog shows up to, to let you know <laughs> that this is the right candidate to hire. Right. Yes. Okay. So, so I have a few comments about this. Number one initially was like, I thought of one, uh, the career builder monkeys, um, which to Indeed's credit, this is a computerized groundhog. It's not like a real groundhog. So no groundhogs were harmed in the filming of this commercial. So that's a good thing. Uh, and then the second thing that, that I thought of was the Caddyshack groundhog. Oh yeah, um, and Bill Murray. I'm all to right. So to me, like it would have been funny if they had had like a puppet groundhog, kind of like the the Caddyshack groundhog <laughs> instead of the computer generated groundhog. Okay, so that's my initial thoughts on the commercial. Yeah. The second thing, or the second thing, was like it goes it goes very different from the theme of the commercials that they've had. Right? Yes. yes. The commercial, the the trend of their commercials has been. Uh, sort of thoughtful, trying to get emotional, real world kind of stuff, right? Like, so the kid that just graduated, but isn't looking for a job and his parents are pissed or the woman who's getting passed over for a promotion. And then she gets the little hit on her mobile device saying, Hey, you got an interview with so-and-so like those are sort of inspirational and, and I guess heartwarming, like but forgettable, but forgettable. Sure. I mean, yeah. we remember cause we're in this industry. So hell, Throw some animals, throw some babies at your ad, and people will hopefully remember them. But yes, the Indeed Groundhog is now apparently going to be a thing. So at conferences, you're going to get stuffed groundhogs. Uh, on Groundhog Day, there'll be a special deal. Like this is this is apparently Indeed's new thing. So I'm just going to have to get used to it. Indeed, ride this groundhog. Ride this groundhog. <laughs> It is at least an animal that companies haven't gotten on board with yet. So it was available. It, it is creepy as hell, but it is, again, it's just so bad it's good. Yeah. And if they, I think if they stick with this kind of a theme, not really the groundhog, but so bad, so good, almost like the music video that we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. It was just so bad that I've watched it like six fucking times. <laughs> Maybe this is a genre, right? I, I think it is. It's called B-movies. Oh, well, yeah. And clearly animals and kids work. People oh, remember yeah. that shit, whatever. Like we remember it. So hell roll with it. I mean, and, and it's, it's hopefully going to work for them because also out, uh, on the news wire this, this week about, uh, indeed is that they're growing mm -hmm. in their hometown or one of their hometowns of Stamford, Connecticut, uh, one of yep. its two global headquarters, the other one being in Austin. So, uh, the, the new offices that they've leased uh, have 24,000 square feet uh, floor space uh, and will serve about 200 staff. This is according to the Stanford Advocate. Right. Uh, they're located on only a few blocks from the company's original offices in downtown Stanford, the huge metropolitan area. Currently, the company employs around 1,000 workers in Stanford, mostly in sales and customer service. Uh, the company said it plans to boost that number to 1,700 employees in the future. So for their sake, I hope this groundhog really takes off. <laughs> but so my advice going from what you just said, Joel, yeah. I think you should you should definitely buy the rights to Kenny Loggins. I'm all right. <laughs> and do the whole the whole groundhog thing. Ride the groundhog. Yes. And if. Poxitani, that's how you say it, right? Poxitani has sponsorship opportunities on Groundhog Day. You should definitely uh, jump on that.
Oh, you should own that that little town. Yep, yep. And and speaking of fantastic sponsorships and smart marketing, uh, let's hear from Canvas. And we'll talk about some AI shit when we get back. Canvas. Canvas is the world's first intelligent text-based interviewing platform empowering recruiters to engage, screen, and coordinate logistics via text. And so much more. We keep the human, that's you, at the center while CanvasBot is at your side adding automation to your workflow. Canvas leverages the latest in machine learning technology and has powerful integrations that help you make the most of every minute of your day. Easily amplify your employment brand with your newest culture video or add some personality to the mix by firing off a Bitmoji. We make compliance easy and are laser focused on recruiter success. Request a demo at gocanvas.io and in 20 minutes, we'll show you how to text, at the speed of talent. That's gocanvas.io. Get ready to text at the speed of talent. Whoo, texting at the speed of talent. And I just saw this in my uh, Facebook memories. You're gonna love this. Joel Cheeseman, Joel Cheeseman, two okay. years ago. Uh, this is this is this is the yeah. uh, the post. Pumped to welcome jobs to careers, now Taru, as a Chad and Cheese podcast sponsor, hashtag suckers <laughs> and you know who's still a sponsor Dalru, yes knock on wood because we fucking have an roi like a motherfucker on this show oh yeah <laughs> knock on wood yeah 20, 2020 budgets are being uh written out right now it's a good thing we sent them a lot of christmas cards or holiday cards. so this this ai is a thing Apparently, there might be some legs on this AI stuff. So Market Watch article on Tuesday, career and job site LinkedIn, you might have heard of this, heard of them. released its annual emerging jobs list, which identifies the roles that we have seen the largest rate of hiring growth for from 2015 through this year. Mm -hmm. Number one on the list, artificial intelligence specialist. Typically, an engineer, researcher, or other specialty that focuses on machine learning and artificial intelligence. This, again, does nothing. We continue to ask the question, mm -hmm. is AI really a thing in our industry? Is AI a thing? People, it's a fucking thing. It really is. Yeah, and let's not forget uh, how much the salary commands for this position. Yeah. Uh, typically 140000 a year or more. Yeah. Uh, so I can tell you with three young children, Fuck yeah. I'm going to do my best to push them into the <laughs> skill set because that's apparently where the money is. Well, and, and Indeed also has a list talking about Indeed, the 25 best, best jobs in 2019 mm -hmm. named machine learning engineer as number one, citing a 344% increase in job postings in this year. So once again, people, this is a thing. No doubt. And we'll be happy to talk about it probably for as long as this show exists. Well, in going back to the LinkedIn top five real quick, mm -hmm. number two was robotic engineers, yep. robots, sucka. Robotics is going to be everywhere. So until a robot with artificial intelligence replaces Chad and Cheese on the Chad and Cheese podcast, we'll probably be talking about artificial intelligence. 
That's a fact, Jack. That's a fact. Yeah. And you have another story uh, in our AI <laughs> shit uh, category here on this week's show. Quote about human bias being much harder to repair than machine bias. Yeah, yeah. So this is out of the New York Times. In one study published 15 years ago, two people applied for a job. Their resumes were about similar uh, as two resumes can be. One was named Jamal and the other was Brendan. In a study published this year, two patients sought medical care. Both were grappling, uh, grappling with diabetes and high blood pressure. One patient was black, the other was white. Both studies documented racial injustice. In the first, the applicant was a black sounding name. Mm -hmm. They got fewer interviews. In the second, the black patient received worse care. <laughs> What's happening is they started taking a look at actual algorithms today in healthcare because they're so they're pretty prominent on the healthcare side of the house. Mm -hmm. And they found these algorithms have a built in racial bias. And this is how they this is how they got the data. And this is pretty interesting. These individuals had similar levels of sickness, but black patients were deemed to be lower risk than white patients. The big reason why is they were using the healthcare expenditures uh, as one of the main pieces of the algorithm where white people were actually getting more dollars paid toward than the actual black patients, which again, they have the same sickness just because one has more money than the other one or healthcare benefits than the other one doesn't mean that one is less sick, right? So that was a problem and they could identify it and actually change it within the algorithm. But when it comes to people and how we do things, that's much harder. Yeah. You know, on many of our stories that we cover on the show, many of them are like, really interesting to you and you read them and some I read some and so we kind of bring this together and usually we, yeah. we both read the same stories. I did not read this one and as you were telling me that patients of color got worse care, I, I sat there thinking, why the hell would that be? Like, that's really strange. Yeah. And the fact that it's because of the money is a sad state of affairs, but it makes sense now. Like, yeah. I didn't know where you're going with that, but wow, that's that's sad. But that was an algorithm that they could identify and they could actually change. Changing people's hearts and minds is no simple matter. So, you know, implicit bias training that we always hear about is that has had modest impact from companies. Um, but changing algorithms is obviously much easier if you're on top of it and you're auditing it and you can identify exactly yeah. what's going wrong and change it. I mean, I think for me, I, you know, when you, when you tell me there's bias in hiring, like I get that, right? People are people and that's, that's going to happen. But when you think about bias happening in healthcare and the, the repairing of people, that kind of blows my mind. I don't think I've ever thought about that. So um, yeah, that's, that's kind of a sad state of affairs. It is. And one of the things that we continually do is, and we hear it at just about every conference we go to, we heard it last week in Dallas at TalentNet where people were talking about how the pretty much the algorithm isn't perfect. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, are you fucking kidding? Have you looked in the mirror? I mean, we're humans. We're not 
perfect. Yep. We're not going to be perfect. And even last week on stage, you said, well, self-driving cars are killing people. And it's like, yeah, but 1.25 million people die in road crashes every year because of other human beings or themselves, right? We want automation to be perfect, but that's our expectation. Mm-hmm. But humans aren't perfect. We have to take a look at how we get better through automation without expecting perfection because today we don't live in a perfect world. By the way, Chad is teasing our naughty or nice show that will be coming up uh, on Christmas week, I guess. So that's good, that's good on you, Chad. Yeah, it's good that you're still thinking about that. Uh, well, speaking of <laughs> speaking of self-driving cars killing people, uh, you saw a story this week about a self-driving semi that made its first cross-country trip yeah. uh, without killing anybody, apparently, uh, which is good news. Uh, a company called Plus.ai uh, created this this uh, technology. Yeah, zero disengagement. So um, we're getting closer to it being a reality for sure. And this story is just another example of, man, the, I mean, you think about trucks being self-driving. To me, those are the most difficult things to sort of imagine not having a driver. Yeah. So the fact that this is happening uh, kind of blows my mind. Well, there are five levels of autonomous uh, driving or, or vehicles, right? The fifth level, is the highest level. That's where there's no driver involved at all. It is just a truck. There's no driver, period. This level was level four Mm -hmm. autonomy, which is pretty fucking amazing that we're there already. It drove from California to Pennsylvania and delivered Lando Lakes butter. Yeah. 2,800 miles in primarily in autonomous mode. Um, the the startup told Roadshow there were zero disengagements, as you, as you had said, from the autonomous system. Mm-hmm. And the only time the human driver took over was for federally mandated brakes and refueling. By the way, the, there's a picture of the truck on the on the story, and it's mm-hmm. uh, the Plus.ai logo. Why the hell Land Lakes didn't get on this in some form or fashion? Like, the whole... <laughs> The whole bed should have been a stick of butter. Like, you know, why the legs AI? No, 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 no. What if that what if that truck killed somebody? That's why. Well, it's full of butter, so it would cushion and taste delicious <laughs> if it did kill someone in the process. I think maybe the next round or maybe a couple of years from now, you'll be able to see uh, you'll you'll see that. But this goes back to one of the movies that I love, Logan, and they're driving down the road and the only trucks that are on the road with them are autonomous yep. trucks. Uh, it's it's the future. It's going to happen. And we're at level four, a hell of a lot faster than I thought we would be. What was the really bad 80s uh, Emilio Estevez truck movie? Oh, uh, Maximum Overdrive. Yeah. Stephen King. All right. Yeah, it is. OK, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm all AI and 80s, 80s out. Uh, okay. Let's hear it from Sovereign and we'll talk about uh, a big asshole CEO. Sovereign Parser is the most accurate resume and job order intake technology in the industry. The more accurate your data, the better decisions you can make. Find out more about our suite of products today by visiting Sovereign.com. That's S-O-V-R-E-N.com. We provide technology that thinks, communicates, and collaborates like a human. Sovereign. Software so human, you'll want to take it to dinner. 
Oh, yeah. Big shout out to Holland McHugh, by the way, because I just saw that she responded or replied to something on social media. We haven't talked about her in a while. Holland, where you been? Love Holland. She's she's great. She's great. And we love Robert Ruff, CEO uh, there at Sovereign and and his uh, he's getting some good content out from him. But uh, one CEO that is not cool is the Away, which is the luggage company. Mm hmm. Uh, we talked about him briefly, I guess, last week, but uh, he's resigning. Oh, it's a her. That's yeah, a her. Yeah, I must have been really hung over last week. When Remember, we she it. is she is engaged to Stuart Butterfield, who is the CEO of Slack. Okay. So this organization only uses Slack, doesn't use messaging other than Slack, doesn't use email or anything like that. And she had access and could really. We were talking about sentiment analysis, but she really wasn't going mm-hmm. that far. She was just getting into some of the the private discussions that were happen- happening and just having volcanic fucking outbursts. Yep. And you would think from a luggage company that there wouldn't be that much stress, right? You're making fucking luggage. Nobody's going to die. <laughs> nobody's I mean seriously, nobody's going to die hopefully because your luggage, you know, I they do have those lithium batteries, so you've got to take those out when you go on. But hey, if you lose someone's tidy whities it ruins their whole day. Okay, so let's <laughs> not, uh, you know, make light of this. But I loved, I loved her apology on Twitter. Uh, apparently, this is how people up top communicate with the world now. So she said, quote, what you read in the article, uh, which was by uh, oh, The Verge, right? The Verge uh, wrote this article. So what you read in the article doesn't reflect the company we, we want to be. I want to be clear that the away, I want to be clear that the away I am committed to mm-hmm. is one where we set the highest standards for how we treat our people and help them grow. Playing a little damage control there. We'll reminisce a little bit. I remember that the early days of Direct Employers Association and Bill Warren, who was the executive director, would actually come and talk to me constantly and ask me this one question. Why don't they love this company as much as I do or we do? Right. He'd always pull me into it. Yep. And I always gave him the same answer. He, he, he never liked it. But I said, dude, they love it, but they're never going to love it as much as you do because it's not theirs. You can't ask somebody to give 12 hours a day, right? You can't yeah. ask somebody not to take vacations. This this lady was actually saying, you know, she was she was fawning over the people who weren't taking vacations, weren't taking their, you know, their their kids' birthdays off. They weren't, you know, because they were working for the away customer. And it's like, no, they're not. They're working for your dumbass. That's who they're working for. Yeah. So uh, when I saw this was going to be a story we were going to talk about, I I went over to Glassdoor to see sort of what's going on. Um, And the company has pretty good ratings. I mean, I think it's above a three. Um, But the CEO uh, has a rating of 80% of favorability, which is pretty good. So I was like, well, what's going on with that? So I started reading some of the the reviews and I didn't get too deep into it. But uh, one review certainly stood out. um, And I'll quote here. Also, don't believe everything you read. Uh, The CEO asked a select group of people to write positive reviews. Requests were made in a private Slack channel. Again, we're going to Slack. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the communications team responds to all of these messages. Many employees are under 
NDA and aren't comfortable posting reviews. So as most things, there's two sides to every coin and every story. And it looks like there was a little bit of manipulation to make her and the company look a little better than the uh, the Verge article paints. Yeah. So if there's a lesson and there are plenty of them out there for CEOs, co-founders, startups to big companies, this is something to watch. Uh, again, we talked about the, the company that gave out shit tons of cash profits, <laughs> you know, to to their people because they took care of their fucking people. Mm-hmm. If you don't take care of your people, this is the kind of shit that's going to happen. You become a, a megalomaniac and nobody fucking likes you. So give away those riches and love your life and they'll probably love you for it. Otherwise, they'll go online and talk shit about you. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes that's not bad. We out. Thank you for listening to what's it called? The podcast. The chat. The cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout outs of people you don't even know. And yet you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. So many cheeses and not one word. So weird. Anywho, be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. It's so weird. We out! The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.